Hey everybody, what's up? Icebox Podcast, episode 37 here at 412 Sports Cards at Icy Ice Cards. We are here today. We're going to be talking about the Fishers show. We're going to be talking about Matt's big pickup. It was teased on, I think at least I think it was teased on last week's episode. We're going to get into that. We might have some other bonus stuff at the end, but that's definitely going to be the bulk of it. Matt, how are we doing? Good. A little uh, kind of bummed that the show's over because I, I really like going to shows and I don't think I'm going to hit a big one for a while. But yeah, it was an exciting show. Big pickup uh, for me and just a lot of fun all around. Trade nights are kind of where it's at, I think. Really? Into that. Yeah, I thought that was super good trade night. Um, lots of there was a lot of giveaways. Um, I wanted to win a box so bad from a giveaway because I don't buy boxes, but mm-hmm. I was like, if I want a giveaway box, I'd rip it, you know. What were but, the boxes? Prism? I would love to rip a box of Prism for myself if it was free. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, trying to think. There was like an absolute football. Um, I think a Diamond Kings baseball, which oh, was kind of interesting. Super unpopular, but I really like Diamond Kings for some reason. I don't know why. I don't love Diamond Kings, but they, they, yeah, they always put cut autos in there. So that's the reason. There are I, a lot of cuts. Yeah. Even though the majority of the cuts aren't worth very much, but I still I still enjoy the product. And yeah, so boxes like that. Um, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. So I definitely enjoyed that. And you get to meet so many people from Instagram at those types of events, which was anyone cool. Like people you've met before, like met some new people too. Um mostly people I've met before. There was a couple people that I met and like looked through their stuff and they looked through mine and Instagram just never like came into the conversation. And then after I got back, they like posted something and I was like, oh, that was you. you know? Oh, that's wild. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, just to make connections. And I like seeing people face to face. So do I. I. I think that would be pretty fun. I I definitely miss that. I definitely want to get to a big show with like a lot of people from instagram again but what was the vibe at fishers was it like a booming place was it like did things were were people not really transacting or like how'd it go um i think it was very i noticed two things there were some people there i mean i saw like a couple huge deals made by me like forty thousand dollar plus deals Jeez. but but they were trades not cash which is not cash there's a big definitely, difference yeah that's definitely a big difference um but i did see and hear a lot of people just kind of expressing some frustration at why is everything priced as if we're in peak covid times oh really and, yeah, and I definitely noticed that too. Um, I mean, I'd walk up to a table. I, I walked up to one table. And so a lot of these dealers, you know, they like bring their wives and girlfriends mm-hmm. or whatever. And 
she's like, Oh, how are you doing? I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm good. You know, how's the show treating you and stuff. And she's like, well, we haven't, we haven't moved a ton, but like, it's early, you know, we're, we're excited and stuff. I'm like, all right, all right. And I'm like kind of looking through their stuff and she's like, Oh, the, the stickers, um, we haven't repriced stuff in like three months. So just like kind of ignore those. And I was like, okay. Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to buy this stuff. If stickers aren't, if nothing's priced and like, are they going to like relook up comps and price everything or like, yeah, that's a hundred percent. What would happen? That's something that you do before the show, <laughs> you know? So I was, that kind of threw me off and I just walked away from that table. Cause it's not really worth my time if they're going to be so high on everything. But it's pretty fair. Yeah. They're definitely high on stuff. If they're like going to look up comps and everything, and then they're probably going to be like, yeah, we're going to just charge you full comps on this and then like not move an inch or better yet. Like the people said to me at Shipsy, well, you need to cover our shipping and taxes that we paid on eBay. I buy on eBay to sell here. I, I can't be giving you below eBay plus my fees. That was a uh, an all-time favorite. Yeah, that's why, that's why you go to a card show, so you don't have to pay tax and shipping. Man, I, I, I'm jealous. I hear there was a lot of hockey, and maybe some hockey that was actually priced. Yeah, there were some big hockey cards there, at least based on the sticker. I don't know. I mean, I sent you a picture of the showcases. I don't know if the price seemed right. Or I actually didn't were... even look at the prices on those. Okay, yeah, because I don't know what's good. And I know what's good, but I don't know if, you know, 6500 on this Crosby is insanity or if that's – how, how much was for that Crosby? Yeah, I don't even know how much that price was. Or like, there was like an Ovechkin in there. There's ton of McDavid patch autos all around, which you just McDavid. Don't... McDavid has a lot of patch autos. Oh, uh, does he? You, oh yeah, oh yeah, there are a lot. It's not like as much as like modern NBA players, but it's it's Ovechkin and like Crosby. I mean, I'm trying to think outside of the cup. I can think of one that exists outside of the cup, two that exist outside of the cup. Not like two products that have a myriad of patch autos, like literally two ones that exist. And one of them is out of 99. And one of them is out of like 25. So like McDavid has way more. I really don't see his stuff a lot. You You don't? I'm not at shows. But there was a lot there. There's a lot of hockey there. I'm, I'm I'm pulling up this picture for you guys who are listening. Oh yes, yeah, so there's a like ultimate collection out of 299 Crosby Auto, which is like PSA 10. Auto's a little faded. That's a big card. I don't know what that would be. Faded Auto, maybe like five thousand. I don't know, something like that. There's like a Crosby Jersey Auto. Oh, yeah, there's some McDavid patch autos for sure, which are really nice, honestly. Like, a lot of those look really cool. There's an exquisite, exquisite, an SP Authentic, uh, a UD Black, a Glacial Graphs, like, auto. There's some nice stuff. Yeah, there was nice hockey there. There was also 
There was also an insane Luca logo, man. That card was very nice. Very awesome card. Um, a Luca logo, man? Yeah, auto. What? From like NT or from like? Uh, I think it was flawless. Wow. Yep. That's insane. Yeah. That, I assume that was... it was just kind of being like shown around and not like actively being sold. Uh, they had a price on it. I don't remember what the price was just because I sent it to a couple people. Wow. But, uh, they also had the Mac Jones one of one shield from flawless though, which is the, the one Mac. that Mojo break hit. Like the best one in flawless. No, not, not auto. Oh, okay. 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 D- just a shield, a non-auto yeah, shield. Yeah. Just a shield. Yep. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. I thought you were talking about the like product hit. No, that would be Jones. That would be cool. I mean, it was a pretty big show. Huge show, yeah. 350 tables. Jeez. Um, and this is the first time they've done it, so fantastic show. And that's the first time they've done it, and they had 350 dealers and like or 350 tables and like that much traffic and stuff yeah it was a big deal they uh and they knew what they were doing the show like parking was all like lined up and you had to park like a little far away but then they had people in like the golf carts like driving people there what the heck wow yeah and then they had a ton of police there a security was crazy wow it sounds like a pretty run well-run show yeah, I would be shocked if there was any problems because, yeah, a lot of security. Um, yeah, a lot of – just a lot of protection on cards. Every, I feel like everyone was, like, watching a ton of cameras. Everyone was walking around with a camera. Oh, really? Which was – it is what it is. I'm not a huge fan of, like, being filmed all the time, but what can you do? I enjoy some of the content. It depends who it is. Like, if Card Collector 2 posted a vlog from the show, I would very much enjoy watching it. And, like, assorted other... Was was he filming? Yeah. there No, so there was a lot of people filming. There was, like, all, like, the big ones that do hobby content. Like, uh, Ryan was there, and then Mojo. uh, Yeah. Mojo autographs. And then uh, Roth was there yeah i don't watch other of those two guys but yeah i know who they are yeah i don't either i just know who they are too and then um i'm trying to think there's a couple other big ones too i just don't watch enough hobby content like that to to really know who these guys are but yeah definitely a lot of cameras people would be like walking around like the smaller creators would be like walking around with like their box of cards and the (laughs) gopro like filming uh, yeah, it's it's so interesting at these big shows. It's just yeah, it's a small time. Now. I like I the mean, small time content creator who doesn't have a cameraman who does it as a one man show. Right. Yeah, just walks around with like a little GoPro. I'm like, all right. I mean, gotta respect the grind. Even I actually do respect that a lot because that's not that easy to do, and also looks kind of like lame compared to the people who have big production. But yeah, I respect I've, it. Yeah, you got to respect the hustle. I'm just not – I don't know. I just don't like when 
I'm being filmed just like all the time. And like, I can see someone like looking over my shoulder at a showcase with like their camera, like right over my shoulder. That is a little annoying. I've never experienced that. <laughs> yeah. There were like no cameras at Shipsy. And also uh, definitely no cameras at the Pittsburgh show. My only two card show experiences. Those vintage guys aren't filming probably, huh? No. <laughs> the seven the 70 year olds don't have the uh don't have a camera crew out yeah that makes sense hey. i think the national is going to be crazy this year i think everybody's just going to walk in with like a camera probably just sit there like filming each other filming each other yeah and just so many cameras like in the shot yeah there's going to be there's going to be a lot i think there i think there was like a meme meme posted a while ago it was like every Dallas card show or something. It was like the Spider-Man like pointing at each other, except they all had cameras and they were all pointing the cameras like at each other. Yeah. I think Dallas is real big for that. Like everyone, everyone just has a camera. I've never experienced anything like that. Yeah. You'll have to hit this, uh, this show sometime. It was super well done. Oh uh, man. This really makes me want to, cause it's not terribly, terribly far. If I like stayed in a hotel one night, like I could definitely do this or two nights. I guess it depends how long I want to be at the show. The hotel's only Friday or the show's only Friday, Saturday. Oh, even better. Not not to say I guess it depends. Cause next time I could see them doing it Sunday, but they didn't this time because Sunday was Father's Day. Oh, okay. This makes sense. So they could do it on Sunday, but I don't know. I think people are kind of done with it after two days because you get Friday show, trade night, Friday night, show Saturday, go home. That's perfect. And then, yeah. And then you can relax on Sunday, kind of chill a little bit. Like that's, yeah. I like that. But. I like that a lot more too. That's, I would not go on Sunday. Yeah. Neither. Would also, I. like if you have to work, getting back for work on Monday. Uh, not right. ideal. These are the problems I'm starting to face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, but yeah, what did you pick wrong. up? What did you pick up though? Did you secretly pick up a stash of Sidney Crosby cards? Nope, did not. Uh, hope you, any you, Fortnite. You would be the first one. In, uh, there was no Fortnite. I don't think. Yeah, you're excited about that one. I am. Uh, yeah, I don't think there was any Fortnite. I dropped my Fortnite games off to get graded, though. Oh. At the show. So Got to see how those do. Yeah. Um, I would say there wasn't a lot of non-sport stuff, now that I think about it. I'm not surprised. Yeah, not there was one person who had a two-row box full of Marvel PMGs. A, a whole two-row? Yeah, like graded, so. Nonetheless. Yeah. That, I what mean, the heck? That's so many. This that, person that was, either is the richest person in the world or has lost the most money in the world. And there is, uh, it depends on when they got them. Yeah. A lot of them were like the, not the original ones too, though. Like they oh, were they're like, not like 17 ones. Oh, oh, oh okay. So 
not yet. Yeah, there was a couple of like the crazy ones, but not all of them were that way. But yeah, those things really tanked, didn't they? That was kind of crazy. That's still not so many Marvel PMGs. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool to look at. I almost bought. Sn- I was gonna say, did you get any? No, I almost bought Captain America because I really like that card. But I don't know. Once I bought the uh, Brady Contenders, I was like, okay, we need to chill on the PC pickups. Boom! There it is, guys. The big pickup. Yeah, Brady Contenders. Finally. I can't believe you got one. I didn't actually know you got one. And then I was like clicking through like Instagram stories and it was your story of reposting your post. And I was like, also reminder to everyone that you should definitely post your store, post your post on your story to get it actually seen. Cause that's literally yeah. the only way I saw that. Cause I don't scroll through enough. So wild though, Con- massive congratulations. You said you had you. secured it tentatively. And then the guy like, let you like come secure it like at the show yeah i so i knew the guy locally he used to live in michigan oh okay huge michigan football fan so that was cool gross um yeah (laughs) uh yeah so he was gonna he was gonna come up the week before actually for a wedding and i was gonna quick grab it and then his flight got canceled and then we we were trying to figure out a way where i could get it and he was coming to the show and I was like, Oh, I'm going. So worked perfectly. Yeah, it is perfect. Yeah. A card like that kind of you need to be delivering in hand. Yeah. I didn't want anything to go wrong. No, no, no. It's just not. It's too scary. It worked out so good. The timing of it was perfect. So that is awesome. Plan to hold that one for like a really, really, really long time. Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, it's actually kind of fun. Uh, uh. No, no, so listen to this, okay? So I haven't told you about this one yet. So I got it on Friday, um, like right away. I saw him at the show, like right when I walked in the door. Got the card. I put it in my case. Yeah. And this uh, didn't really take it out of my case, didn't like – I, like I showed it to a couple friends, but not. So, like, I wasn't like flashing it around. No, no, definitely not showing it to dealers or anything like that. And then at trade night, I had all my stuff like laid out, um, on a table, but the Brady was still in my case. And somebody walked up with like a massive, massive. What I thought was a massive, massive LeBron card. What you thought was? Yeah. So it was a uh, 2003, uh, the essential credentials out of 102. It does seem like a massive, massive card. Yeah. It was a BGS 9.5. Wow. And the last one on Golden, or no, I think it was on PWCC, sold for like $78,000. And the heck, and he like wanted to trade it, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't have nearly enough for this." And he's like, "No, no, no! Like, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out." And you're like, "I bet." 
And I was like, yeah, I don't think so. And he's like, well, show me what else you got in there and stuff. So I was just like, all right, whatever. And I pulled out my Brady and he's like, oh, like super interested, super interested. And like, I did not really want to get rid of that Brady. So we didn't do anything. And I don't even think I would have had the stuff to do it anyways. And yeah, it just didn't make any sense. So I was like, yeah, this is not worth it. No, I, I would keep the Brady auto, the Brady contenders auto over over the uh, this assorted random LeBron essential credentials all day. Because that Brady auto is, I, I mean, I don't know how many of them exist. There's probably actually a lot that exist, but I, I it's kind of in the realm of like the PSA 10 Jordan for me. Mm-hmm. It's not that that rare, but like it's certainly pretty close. The out of 100, I guess, is like, maybe like better than like the PSA 10 Jordan, but that's like definitively Brady's card. Right. And like, it's, there aren't a enormous amount of them floating around. That's a huge, definitely an iconic card. And as far as like non-numbered cards go, man, that's about, I think the literal best one you could have for Brady. So that's a major congrats. Thank you. Did you what did you part what did you part with to secure it? Because I know you uh that kind of money doesn't just appear. Did yeah, you get rid of the I, Jordan auto? Do you still have that? No, still have that. That's actually sitting at BGS. Oh, really? Yep. Um I parted with. Well, I broke up my refractor set of LeBron, but I think we already talked about that. I think we did talk about that a little bit ago. So and you said yeah, you still that. have like a couple of them. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else I even really. I know I had a huge PSA sub comeback, so I got a, a lot of the money from selling all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't think I had to. I'll tell you what though, I've thinned down my collection so much. I don't there's you ever have it like you're I'm kind of landlocked, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was landlocked, but then you have to cut out something that was previously uh untouchable. And then you're living the good yeah. life again. Yeah, like I didn't think I would ever move my refractor, break up my refractor set, but then the next opportunity comes along and you're kind of like, there it is. Yeah. Whether it be like a good like flip or it be like a just cool PC pickup, like either one. Yeah, I'll tell. When I got home with that Brady contenders, it really like motivated me to consolidate. Like part of me was just like, why don't I have just five cards? Was it satisfying though? Because like sometimes when you get that big of a card and you're like, man, like. Sometimes you're like, this is like absolutely awesome. Like this is the coolest thing ever. And then other times it's like, why did I spend so much money on this piece of paper? And like, were you, was it satisfying? Yeah, it was super satisfying. I haven't had the, why have I spent this much money on it? Just, I mean, I've been like, I've been chasing that card for so long. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, three or probably longer ago now, like, five years ago when I pretty much liquidated my whole collection and bid on, like, an altered one for, like, 5K at the time and got outbid. And I was just, like, crushed because I couldn't afford, like, a numbered grade. 
Mm-hmm. So like I was like altered my best chance, alters my best chance and didn't get it. So like, wow. like as a huge Brady fan, like that's the card, you know? Yeah. Oh, it is the card by a lot. And when I bought my see, I think I had my more like why did I do this with the Jordan Exquisite auto? I'm not gonna lie, the Jordan Exquisite is not my favorite pickup you've ever made. See, I so like money wise what i bought that card for versus what i think i could flip it for very 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 happy with it yeah but like i would also like have done you i guess send it to bgs i would have been like cool instantly gone because like it's to i'm not we're not divulging numbers obviously uh but uh it it, the, the prices that those Jordan exquisite autos go for me is an uncomfortably high price. Really? That is for me. So it's very uncomfortable how high the price is to me. And I know like, to me, it's you think, like, you think they feel like, the, like a good price. Yeah. To me, like that's like cheap. So your gut is like, when you see like the prices of these Jordan exquisite autos at like market price, not like some discount or like, Right, anything right. like that like they feel like a good price to you it because it just i don't know it feels like it, to me it feels like yeah i can see that like yeah that's right where i would think i don't know i mean i guess his autos are so limited because yeah because like, his auto- on cards because his auto is pretty tightly controlled he's a very minimal right. signer he also is probably never going to sign loosely like he's all his until as long as he lives, he's going to be minimally signing. And it's on card too. It is on card. It is from a premier product. Uh, I mean, I guess just feels like <laughs> that, a lot. That has everything you want. I think it does have everything you want. It does and have everything and you is, want. And it is numbered out of 23. Yeah. Uh, I don't but, know. I feel, I feel like when we talk about it like that, I'm like, it does check like every single box. And when you look at um, like what other guys autos go for more modern guys, autos go for and stuff like it from premier products and stuff like that, it feels pretty good. But like, also I think when I get into that range for just an autograph on a card, that's not a rookie card. I'm like, that's a lot of money for the piece of paper with an autograph. I start to get right. into that realm. Yeah, but it does fundamentally seem sound. I guess I can see where you're coming from from that perspective, but my gut like freaks out when you get into that high of price for just like an auto card. Yeah, I think the biggest like not not like regret, but like the biggest like question I had when I bought that card was so when I bought it at the time I was saving for a Brady contenders. Well, it sets you back quite a ways. Right. The, the, no, that set me back to literally zero. <laughs> so then I was like, then why didn't you flip it? Well, so, so I pretty, I've always wanted a Jordan auto and a Brady contenders. Like those are like, my Oh, top okay. Two. I wanted to get the Brady contenders first though, because that was my number one. I was like, if I can only have one or the other, it's an easy choice. And it's the Brady. So then when I bought that, I was like, man, am I going to regret that? Because now I won't, I might not ever touch a contenders. Yeah. But you had the cash and t- 
tied up in cars, but you had the ability. Right. You I just had, had to clear house. Yeah. I just had to clear some stuff that I didn't really want to get rid of, but like it was definitely worth it. So now getting that Brady contenders and bringing it home, I was like, now that makes me feel better about the Jordan purchase as well. That makes because sense. you don't feel like it stopped you from getting the Brady now. So you like feel better right. about it. Yeah, that is, this is true. I mean, I will say, isn't it weird though, that like we all, we all definitely have cards in mind, cards that we would like to have or like that we wanted to get. And like, isn't it weird that we like don't have so many of them and that like there's so many less in, in like important cards that just sit around in our collection and that we buy and we never get like the big ones that like we always want to. It's weird. Yeah. Like it took you forever to get that Brady contenders and you had the means for a long time. Uh-huh. Not yeah. necessarily the means in cash floating around, but the means via cards you've had for a long right. time. Yeah, I think it's a that's why I think it's important. Like we've talked about this, just to every once in a while pull out the collection, you know, and it's like, man, I really wanted this card, and now I've owned it for three months, and I'd be fine just selling it, you know. Cause I, I had that, like, and when I got home, I was like, man, I really, really want to consolidate. So I went through and I picked out like five cards. Like I was like, why do I have a Steph Curry rookie in the PC? I don't even like him. I also don't like Steph Curry that much. Like, yeah, maybe it's a good investment, but like, why don't I get cards that I like that are also good investments? Cause there's so much to choose from. Right. Exactly. It's not like Curry's the only guy that's going to go up in the next five years. And I don't even know if he will go up. So, Plus, Curry's on a bad sell at the current price. I'm at least, I assume things are like decent. I think that fourth championship was a pretty big deal for him. I didn't get the yeah. two invested in the NBA uh, finals, but that's a, a different story. I definitely feel like the consolidation is, is, is good. But it's it's it gets tough when all you've when you've like have such a like I have a huge gap between the high cards and then like a ton of lower cards and you have to clear out so many low cards to afford another big one. Like I have like enormous gaps in the value of my stuff. Right. Yeah, that's that's kind of where like I'm getting to where it's like I don't know, it's tough because I have some cards that I really like, but I also wish I didn't buy. Well, I don't wish I didn't buy it because I'm I'm up on it. But I wish <laughs> I didn't go for as many Brady base rookies as I did. When, when you could have like, just rolled it all into a yeah, like a, yeah, or even like a SP authentic, or like or even like a nice patch auto, or so, or just something different. You know, that's more like hard to find. Because, like, I'm sitting at the on these like base rookies, uh, Bowman Chrome, Metal Emerald, and EX, and I'm just like, man, I really like these cards, but I would sure like to go for something that's more rare. It's way more fun to hunt the stuff that's more rare, even if it's like not that that valuable. I mean, the stuff you're probably talking about trying to have instead is way more valuable. But it's way more fun to hunt down the rare stuff, the stuff that like doesn't come on to eBay like at all. Like I even see that as I hunt like these Crosby rookies, like these Crosby like Fleer Ultras and like Black Diamonds are like pretty SP, but like they do show up like every now and then. 
Whereas like other stuff comes to auction very, very infrequently and is like super, super cool to get just because of how rarely it pops up. Even if it's like not a rookie, yeah. it's just like a random auto that I've liked. That's like very SP. It's just more satisfying it, to have. That's exactly what I was going to say. Doesn't it make it more satisfying when you acquire it then? Cause it's not oh, just, like by a lot. Cause it's like hard to get. And like, right. like it's you took account. a long time to get it. Yeah. And you that, checked that, a lot of days of eBay save searches. Yeah, that's that's what kind of like made me go through my collection was like I want stuff that I can't just wake up on a random day, roll out of bed, log onto my computer, type it in on eBay, and just buy it. Or win it that night, or like something like that. Yeah, like I want stuff that you can't just have that. We're like Bauman Chrome. If I move this Bauman Chrome PSA nine, you could have one tonight. I could, yeah, I could go to the next Fisher show, Dallas show, the national, whatever, and just buy one. It's very true. It's definitely fun to like go to these big shows and be like, huh, like you don't even see some of these cool cards that like you want. And you're like, you don't even see this stuff that that much. It makes it way more fun. Yeah, definitely. There's stuff at all price points too. That's tough to see that doesn't come around every all the time that is like fun to collect slash buy. Oh yeah. I'm trying to buy like a random like Sidney Crosby like throwback patch. I don't know if you've seen my Malkin one. It's like a throwback to that original game jersey design from the 90s of like those first jersey cards. That's cool. It, it's like a tribute to that. The first ones are basketball, but it's like a similar design. And it was like an Easter egg in uh, a product. So like it wasn't on the checklist and there was base, just plain Jersey ones. And then like an out of 15 patch one and like, just like a random cool card, but like uh, some of the patches are like one color. So there's like probably sub 10, two color patches that exist. And it's just like random stuff like that. What do you say? Chasing that stuff. Super cool. Oh, yeah, because you spend forever. I have, like, a save search, like, Sidney Crosby patch, and it turns up so much stuff. And then whenever you, like, see something that's, like, close, like, I saw one a little bit ago that was, like, a COMC, like, buy it now, but it was, like, a one color, but it was still one of the out of 15s. And I was, like, holy crap, like, one exists. And, like, yeah. it's, like, showed up. Yeah, I love the little heart attack that you get when, like, the blue dots next to your – we've talked about this before on here, I think. The little blue dots next to your eBay so you know one's up. Oh, the blue dot is the best. Yeah. I just had that the other day, and then I was very disappointed. Sometimes it, it's fake. Yeah. Or what? So what I had was a – I really want a Dennis Rodman 2012 Prism Silver. Like, that's, like, pure just for the PC. Like, that card's worth, like – 75 bucks yeah, but and they don't come up all the time no they don't and then i had it as a save search and the little blue dot was right up there so i was like oh sweet so i clicked on it and it was just a base like oh. not, and the, the guy put like prism silver in the title that's I was, terrible i was so just that's a crime right there that is a crime i'm trying to think of a, it's like saying like i actually sold my Ortiz rookie gold medallion, which is a really cool card. But like, I, I don't know, like I have a saved search for it and like a ton of them pop up like all the time. 
And I was like an eight five, and like it looked pretty nice. But I was like, I could buy like also like just buy a raw one like any day for like forty bucks. So I was yeah. like, oh, I'll sell it, and I put aside some money, and I like kept my nice auto like out of a thousand that looks like awesome. But I, and I'm like gonna try to hunt a second year platinum medallion, and like that's a card that like almost never comes up. It's like out of a hundred, you know, and it like doesn't come up all the time. And I'm like, that would be really cool, even though it's second year to like get the platinum medallion out yeah. of a hundred. I'm like, I think I would rather have that than have a. Uh, rookie gold medallion that's like available all day don't don't you have the big like big poppy nicknames auto yeah the thing's sick it's not actually worth like very much at all but it's sick that's like that's like my probably one of my favorite cards that you have i i love that card it is my they, uh, favorite card if they did like a cabrera one with like miggy and then he signed it i would does be, it exist i don't know it doesn't some of those ones that are in that notable nickname set, they actually never wrote the nickname. Like only 50% or less of the people actually wrote their nickname on Yeah, them. they just sign it normally. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. And you should inscribe the nickname. That's like the whole fun. Right. I think that was 2014 NT maybe. Yeah, I that card is awesome. I love that card. Yeah, it's 14 NT. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So on June 2nd. Wait, what the heck? Was this the one that just sold? The one on June 2nd? I had two of them sold? Dude, one sold in April of this and another one just sold in June. I don't know if it's the same number. No. Oh, it's the same one. Okay. The one that sold in April is also the same copy that sold in June. But it's all that card's only 150 bucks. And like, it's amazing. I bought that for reference, like, geez, six years ago, and it was like seventy-five or eighty bucks, probably. See so, that? Look at that investment. Yeah, I mean, buy what you love, guys. Two X. Look, two X. It only takes six years. years. Yeah, six yeah. seven years. You get the guaranteed two X. It is a cool card. We. I'm, I look for those every now and then. I don't know if a Miguel Cabrera one exists. I I don't think so. I'm like 90% sure because I feel like I would have seen one by now and all my... They don't days, exist. Days of collecting Cabrera. There oh, is wait. One. Here's a 2011 Prime Cuts, but I, I can't see it. Yeah, that that's the card I... 2011? Ooh, maybe not. There is a card of him in a... Marlin's uniform where he inscribed Miggy. Oh, but it's, it's not the like, same though because it's not your team's uniform. Yeah, and they go for like five hundred dollars for some reason. What the heck? I, I bid on the last one that came oh, up. Oh, I found it. The 2011 is inscribed and it is in the it is a Detroit card. It is pretty sick. It went for five hundred dollars. Wait, what? Okay, I, I guess if I screen share with you, it won't undermine the uh, the uh, audio recording for the pod, but I'll screen share. Alfred, we probably should about? get close to wrapping it up. Yeah. Uh, but but this is it. Oh, yeah, I bid on that. Did you win? No, no, definitely not. That's, that's one of the ones I bid on. It's 
pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, they always they always go for so much. Why is the David Ortiz one so cheap? <laughs> well, he and he has a kind of a more a bigger like, fan well base nickname, I think. But yeah, I that card's on my list. That's a sick card. Prime Cuts was a really cool product. Shout out to all yeah. you guys who know about and have watched old rips of playoff prime cuts. A, a yeah, really it, cool baseball set. This is where we go like, oh, they don't make them like they used to or something. It is a cool set. I don't know why yeah. they don't make that anymore. It, it was never licensed. I don't think it was at least. Hmm. Yeah. It was like unlicensed. They could definitely still make it. I don't know. It used to be like a two-card box. One time they made like a five-card box of it, but that was, that was towards the end of the run. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe I, I got a new card to chase now, I guess. I think so. Do we want to wrap it up there? Keep it? Yeah. Keep it Keep it short or uh, as far as we go, I guess. We yeah, got a lot in store for next week, too. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we were gonna, we were going to try to pack it all into this week. That would have been a failure yeah it would have been like two times as long we definitely do not have time for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's okay next week we'll have a lot of a lot more stuff to get through but that's it for episode 37 you guys uh we appreciate you tuning in as always share it with a friend if you enjoyed and we'll see you next week <laughs>